Good afternoon, everyone. It's Math Tournament Friday here at GSW, and we're certainly excited to see all the uh, students on campus coming to see us, visit us, and take their math tests and be a part of that exciting tournament. I know our math faculty and, and all the folks that, uh, across campus that support the activity are working hard today, and uh, it's, it's a little after lunch to, right now, and I'm going to get a chance to go over and visit with the uh, students that are here on campus a little bit this afternoon. And so it's always exciting to have them, but it, uh, it makes for an interesting Friday. Lots of, lots of people in the cafeteria. I think you had to fight for food today in the cafeteria, <laughs> and certainly Chick-fil-A does exceptional business on Math Tournament Friday. So uh, welcome to, uh, we'd record this on Fridays to try to capture what happened throughout the week. And I'm happy to welcome back uh, again, Chelsea Collins to the office. She did such a great job last week. The uh, online support and the volume of emails requesting that Chelsea return was uh, uh, so please. high that <laughs> I could not deny Chelsea another opportunity to Isn't come back. Isn't it frowned upon for the president <laughs> to lie? <laughs> Well, we, we I have, have had I've some heard good, good feedback, not a, not about me, but the podcast in general. But thank you for having me back. You'll have to get new guests. I've been told that uh, Chelsea's limit is uh, two in a row, and so <laughs> we are uh, I'm making plans, and, and I'm excited to announce that Chris Avery, one of our uh, oh, students, yeah. is going to join me next week, and uh, we'll have a chance to visit with Chris and find out a little bit. Uh, about what he's doing. He's been on our soccer team. Uh, he's graduating senior this year and so uh, he's a great great young man and I'm excited to have him join us next week. He wants to be a part of this and I know we'll have a great conversation with him as well. So uh, for those of you who are interested uh, that'll be next week but to, uh, this week uh, you're stuck with me and with Chelsea. So <laughs> we're going to try to uh, get through some stuff again today. Hopefully you find this uh, helpful and interesting and uh, I've had a, a busy week uh, not much on campus. A lot of windshield time this week with the uh, legislature kicking off and the governor's uh, activities. And so I'm going to try to share some of those uh, activities with you and, and uh, hopefully shed some light on what we do when we're not on campus. But uh, I want to start again with enrollment. That's always an important number for us to keep our eye on as we uh, start the semester. And clearly, uh, it's a very, very important aspect of what we're doing here institutionally we want to grow and uh, making sure our students are having a great experience and getting a great education is important and bringing in more and more students will help us do that the uh, the numbers and this is always the way it works right last week we were very excited uh, and the numbers looked good and, and I, I gotta say they still look good but as the semester winds into week number two and and three uh, that's when that's when the declines start to come students start to drop some classes uh, some uh, don't pay their bill and we have to ask them to um, leave yeah. uh, or pay their bill. We would prefer they pay their bill, but sometimes uh, that's not possible, and, but they, they can't stay enrolled if they're not going to pay. Uh, so we do start to see a little decline. The good news is that uh, we, are, we are right at a 1% decline spring to spring. Again, I want to make sure everybody understands this fall we were down 4.3%. So if you, if you just projected to what spring would look like, you would anticipate that spring would be at least 4% down uh, because not only do you have the traditional migration, but you also then have a graduation and you, you 
don't bring in near as many students in, in the spring semester as you graduate in the, in the fall. So traditionally, we would see a, a larger increase. So the fact that we're only down 1% uh, in headcount enrollment is still a very positive number for us. I'm uh, very hopeful that we'll, we'll, two days ago, it was 12 students uh, that were dropped. Today was only two students that were dropped. So I'm hoping we're seeing the stemming of the tide. Uh, we do have one more big day coming when we eliminate students for non-attendance or for non-payment. And so uh, there's one more chunk of students that we might lose. Uh, we're hoping that that number is in the 30 to 50 range. Uh, it has been as high as 80 in the past. Uh, but again, we think we're doing a, a lot better working with students, uh, solving some of those issues before they become critical, making sure they're going to class. And communications with them to make sure that they've paid their bills. Um, I know we're texting students now, giving them reminders, because that's, the, that's their mode of communication these days. So we're testing that out, and it seems to be going fairly well. So yeah, if you're listening, pay your bills. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the things you're going to learn about life is you have to pay your bills. Um, so I mentioned that we were, we were in uh, the Capitol this week, Stephen and I, uh, and Christy. We went up and spent some time at the Capitol. We had eggs and issues on Wednesday morning. Uh, we had a great dinner on Tuesday night with Harry Kitchens, who's one of our alums. Oh, yeah. uh, played tennis here in the late 70s uh, and it has uh, been back on campus a few times uh, since then. And, and uh, I've gotten to know him and uh, he's doing a, a really impressive project up uh, around Covington. Mm -hmm. And so he's in the Atlanta area from time to time. We had a really, really nice dinner with him. I had a chance to uh, catch up with what he's doing and talk about some of the things coming up here at the university. And then we had eggs and issues on Wednesday morning. Uh, starts at 7:30 in the morning downtown Atlanta at the uh, World Congress Center. So if you've ever tried to get anywhere in Atlanta by 7:30 in the morning, <laughs> you know that that's a that's a really early wake up call and uh, we managed to get there and uh, really enjoyed it and there there were a couple of things from the eggs and issues that I wanted to point out and and one of them uh, comes from the Georgia Chamber and it's a Georgia Chamber event uh, focused on kicking off the legislative legislative session and bringing together the members of the uh, state houses and Senate uh, along with the business community to really make sure that the, the state continues to push forward uh, legislative ideas and agendas and, and policy that promotes business in Georgia and they've certainly done a great job of that. But one thing they announced that I am really excited about is the Georgia Chamber uh, has joined with Georgia Tech to uh, launch the inaugural Georgia Inventure Prize competition. And it's gonna take place uh, April 3rd and 4th. It's going to be broadcast live on the Georgia Public Broadcasting uh, stations. And this is now a, it used to be a Georgia Tech exclusive program that they uh, use to help their entrepreneurial students launch their ideas. And now it has been expanded to all of the universities and colleges in the state of Georgia. And so uh, I am very, very hopeful. Uh, April's a, a quick turnaround for us, but I think we ought, as an institution ought to be looking and thinking and talking to our students about their ideas, about mm -hmm. how, you know, what are the businesses that they think they could start and how do we as an institution become involved in the process of helping our students and encouraging our students to think entrepreneurially 
and and to inc and uh, to really support their their ideas. And so, uh, the winners of this in Georgia Inventure Prize are going to win twenty-five thousand dollars plus oh, wow. uh, professional services such as legal assistance for U.S. patent filings, uh, professional accounting services, and uh, acceptance acceptance into a business accelerator program. And so this is really uh, an exciting opportunity for our students and for our university to really start to engage in uh, the idea that our students uh, could solve some of the economic uh, challenges and problems that we see uh, locally. And uh, we all know that Southwest Georgia is uh, struggling from an economic uh, development standpoint. And uh, I believe that one of the solutions, one of the big solutions will be our students creating the things that will make Southwest Georgia come back to life. And so I hope as an institution we're able to participate. And uh, Will you take this to the deans and kind of let them stew over it and think? Or are you going to go speak absolutely. with the students? Absolutely. We are looking forward to uh, rolling this out across campus and finding, you know, that's the interesting thing. A lot of times we think of entrepreneurial types of activities as business related, as school of business. Certainly school of business is a place where a lot of the thinking about how to make it a business happens, but there are uh, needs from a business standpoint all across the spectrum of disciplines. And so uh, we want to encourage students uh, you know, we have, our art program does a tremendous job, and you think about the glass blowing, and they have already done this. They have created a business, came out of that glass blowing yeah. uh, program, and so there's great opportunity. And if we can marry together great ideas with the support around how do you start a business, how do you launch a business, how do you get the uh, seed money uh, to bring your idea to life, then I think that's when we start to really have a campus-wide. Uh, belief and concept around how do we support our students and uh, one of the things that I've been working on is trying to develop the uh, Griffin Bell Golf and Conference Center and really rebuild that and have a very very important part of that building be focused on mm -hmm. uh, business development entrepreneurial thinking co-working um, kind of a, a maker space type of uh, activity down there and so we're, we're continuing to move through toward that and I think this Inventure Prize gives us even more uh, incentive to really get into this uh, activity and see if we can get students involved. So uh, that was, uh, there was a lot of things that happened at Eggs and Issues, but that was the one that caught my attention. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many people are there, thousands. I mean, it's a huge, huge event. Uh, if you like cold eggs and soggy oh, biscuits, no. it's a perfect, uh, it's perfect breakfast for you. I kept but, up uh, with it on social media. It's, it, it, you know, if you go for the food, you're going for the wrong reason. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they put the food out at like seven o'clock in the morning. Nobody eats till eight thirty, so it's like, oh my goodness. But um, like most huge um, events like that, you know, it's rubber chicken and cold eggs, and that's pretty normal. <laughs> so uh, you're not gonna. Let's hope the Georgia Chamber does not listen to this. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Let's hope not. They do a great job, and, and I love being a part of their project. So uh, so after Eggs and Issues, uh, Stephen and I spent uh, the rest of, of the day, or at least uh, until mid-afternoon over at the Capitol, and uh, had a chance to visit with a lot of uh, the folks that represent GSW and a lot of our uh, alumni who serve either um, at, the, at the House or in the Senate or in positions uh, of government. We met uh, went by and saw Calvin Rhodes. Mm -hmm. uh, Calvin was honored here uh, last, last year, year with the uh, School of Computing and Mathematics 
Student of the Year, or Alumni of the Year Award, and uh, yes. Outstanding Alum Award. And he is the um, Chief Information Officer for the state of Georgia. And so we had a chance to visit with him, and we saw him at the Capitol. And, and of course, uh, uh, Senator Sims is always up there. Mike Chokas was around, uh, and then uh, lots of others of our uh, Senator Kirk. Uh, we saw him, and you know, we just we just try to make the rounds again. We're trying to uh, make sure they know what our agenda items are, uh, what projects we have coming up, and and uh, so it was a nice day. And then Sean Blackman uh, is he one? Shaw, we saw Shaw. Uh, he was there. Uh, he is not an alum, but uh, oh, I thought that. I'm sorry. Uh, but he. Uh, well, uh, he. Now you say that. He favors I, us. He shared he something does. of ours. He's a great. He's a great uh, representative and and does a good job and has been very receptive to talking mm -hmm. with us and a lot of students from uh, that Warner Robins area obviously come down here. So he's been very good. I think his dad was a an alum. I think that's the connection. Okay. Uh, but we had a we had a nice visit. And then around three o'clock we took off and we drove over to Columbus to uh, watch our men's and women's basketball teams play. Uh, and if you guys haven't been out, our women's team, they've won three in a row, uh, doing a great job. We're very excited about what we see. A lot of freshmen on the team. Uh, at the end of the game, I think they made like seven or eight free throws in a row. Uh, you know, they're getting fouled and, and uh, they're able to maintain their lead. Uh, just really, really good job. It was great. fun to watch them. And so really uh, proud of Coach Britsky and and uh, Coach Graham and, and all the ladies who are doing such a wonderful job and excited about that. Our guys, uh, man, they play hard. They do, a, they're fun to watch. Uh, they're just, uh, they're just not able to get over the hump right now, but we're gonna keep cheering them on and look forward to them uh, turning it around and uh, finishing off the season strong. But we had a nice trip over and back. Uh, the good news is uh, Steven goes with me. So Steven uh, does most of the driving at night. So I that I say, can... Atlanta to Columbus. <laughs> and back, uh, but we had a good time and uh, and, you know, it's always nice to see our students do stuff. And so if we have to, if we have to take a little trip to do it, uh, yeah. we're, I'm sure they appreciated it. your support wow. all the way in Columbus. Yeah. I, you know, I hope they do, but I do it because I love you to watch it. That. I yeah. have a great time going and watching. And, uh, yeah, uh, Chris, uh, Markwood over there at Columbus, president there, uh, he and I uh, get along really well. Mm -hmm. And so it was nice to spend some time with him on his campus, take a look around. Uh, so it's always it's always a lot of fun for us to do those kind of things. So we went back, and then on uh, Thursday morning was the Governor's State of the State address, uh, which was my first time to go to the State of the State address. Really fun uh, event, uh, very formal. You know, you know, the, the Speaker of the House uh, has to uh, give permission for the uh, pro tem of the Senate to come in, the Lieutenant Governor and the mm -hmm. Senators to come into the chambers. It's, you know, it's really interesting to listen to them talk and how they uh, go about it. And then of course they invite the Governor to uh, come into the chamber and, uh, you know, I was wondering, well, what if he wanted to come in here and he wasn't invited? Would you <laughs> not let the governor come in? But maybe not. I don't know. But uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And the governor does a great job. One thing that we're getting to know about this governor uh, is that he doesn't talk very long. He probably got started about 11.15. And we were out of the chamber before, before noon. And, and that means he had finished talking, left the room, all the clapping, all the yeah. handshaking. And then the crowd was out by noon. So he didn't, you know, he, if he talked 20 minutes, I, I would be surprised. Yeah. But uh, uh, so, so the so good news is. quality over quantity, maybe. The good news is he, he's not a, not a normal politician as far as wanting to talk all the time. <laughs> but the good news also is that he said some really great things in his speech. And, and, it, and it was reflected in the budget that he released 
later in the day. And so there are a couple things that I wanted to make sure everybody has heard and is aware of. First, the governor recommended in his budget proposal a 2% merit pay raise for all state employees. And so that obviously includes all of us here at GSW. So we're very excited uh, about that and uh, looking forward to, to making sure and hoping and working to make sure that makes it all the way through the legislative session. Um, the other thing that was interesting he did on pay was he did $3,000 for public school teachers uh, all across the state. And uh, that's the first time in my life and, uh, and certainly in the time I've been watching government that a governor has, has done a specific amount for a particular group of people. Um, he didn't, he didn't weight it based on their years of service or, you know, a percent of their salary. He just said everybody gets $3,000. And so uh, if that goes through, that will be uh, really special, very, very... Um, deserving. Certainly deserving. And, uh, you know, his goal is to get, not just to get uh, higher quality of teachers, but to keep the ones that we have going into the profession to stay in the profession. Oh, sure. They're leaving left they, and right. They, they leave. And his stat was at about 40, a little over 40% leave before they get to their fifth year anniversary. And so uh, this was his, uh, his first step. And as he said, it was a down payment on his campaign commitment to get $5,000 to every teacher so uh he did it he did i'm it. sure they'll take what they can get uh, i'm sure they will but uh, that's that's certainly nice all of us who work in education should be happy that we have a governor that believes yeah. uh, in quality education and those who deliver it uh, being uh, worth his investment um, another item of particular interest to us institutionally was he recommended 50 million dollars uh, for mrr money which is end of the year uh, repair and renovation uh, money and so those are kinds of things where we get new air conditioners new roofs um, uh, the kinds of things that really help us keep and maintain our buildings in good shape and uh, that's a that's a nice healthy number certainly GSW has a number of projects that we'll be sending uh, up for that uh, the budget also included 75 million dollars of new formula funding to uh, cover our enrollment growth uh, all across the system and so uh, certainly as an institution that has seen enrollment growth, uh, obviously last fall we didn't, but uh, in the years leading up to this budget, we have seen it. And so it's always nice when they fund that because uh, if you have enrollment growth and then don't get the funding to go along with it, uh, it really puts you in a bind. So you, you want to time your growth to the same time in the, year, in the, in the economic cycle where government's getting uh, additional revenue and they can help cover some of that cost. Uh, $6.8 million for increases in health benefits for USG employees and retirees and $1.8 million for increased TRS contribution rates. Uh, so that's certainly uh, a positive and I know uh, that's, a, that's a tough uh, hill to climb trying to keep pace with the uh, health costs and, and our retirement uh, responsibilities but the governor has uh, continued to uh, make a commitment there and then as I mentioned the uh, salary increases that's 44.2 million dollars of new funding for uh, higher education in the state of Georgia to cover those so uh, we are we are certainly appreciative that the governor is supportive of higher education and uh, his budget reflects that as I mentioned, uh, the Flory Chapel uh, Gymnasium is a project that we have forward going forward. It was not funded. We didn't expect it to be funded. The governor usually does not fund those um, 
small cap projects, but that now gives us the opportunity uh, to go up and work with our legislators. And Stephen uh, Snyder does a great job managing that process for us. He was uh, very successful last year with the ACE building, and uh, we certainly are hearing uh, positive things about this year and getting Flory Chapel through as well. So. Uh, we did that, and then, uh, and we actually then had uh, a couple hours that we could uh, go get some lunch and uh, just sit around and, and relax a little bit. And then we uh, got all dressed up and uh, went to the governor's uh, inaugural gala, which was at the um, State Farm Arena, I think is what they call it now. It used to be Phillips Arena. It's where the Atlanta Hawks play. Uh, what, a, what an amazing uh, evening and uh, people everywhere um, great concert and uh, we just had a really really nice time and got to see uh, lots of uh, obviously lots of government officials were there but beyond that there were just uh, we saw several people from here in americas that uh, were up and, and a part of the uh, celebration and and the governor came out again he, he probably talked five minutes and and that was it he he, you know, he might he's probably talked out but uh, he did a great job and and the family was there and so we just had a really really nice time and and uh, really uh, again I, I said it last week christy and i and i know stephen uh, it's such an honor and a privilege and, and a joy to represent the university and uh, we certainly hope we do a good job but it is um it is great fun and uh, to be able to tell our story and to tell people what's going on here at the university uh at these kind of events is a, is a great deal for us and and i stephen probably knows who gave us the tickets i, I have no idea stephen just uh, mentioned to me a couple weeks ago he said hey uh, they've offered us some tickets oh by the way i, I saw mercedes uh, Benita's yes. up there and she offered us some tickets too oh, wow. uh, she's working in Jack Hill's office Senator Senator Jack Hill's office and so she had access to a couple of tickets and we you know we said that you know we'd love to have them but we already have How them didn't you so call me I, well I didn't know if you could get addressed that quick it was, uh, it was there's actually, a will there's a way <laughs> but it was you know it's just it, anyway it was a lot of fun and seeing Bernice, seeing uh, Mercedes was a lot of fun That's she's really doing neat. great uh, she's very happy she's working hard and uh, she's in a great location so you know when you're up there it's nice to see familiar faces and people are excited about I'm sure she was excited to see y'all too uh, she she always acts that way and so that's, always, <laughs> that's very nice of her um, you know uh, Last week we talked a little bit about uh, the show and, and, and getting this off and running, and, and we certainly, uh, I, you know, it, it worked. And, and yeah, you were a little hesitant. Phys physically yeah. worked. I mean, it, you know, the, the technically it worked. And so uh, Bob Slinker's here with us, and uh, I forgot to mention last week how much I appreciate his help in making this happen, and uh, he's been working with us to make sure we can. Uh, technically get this done and it sounded great and so uh, Bob I appreciate that and and I appreciate you working with us Bob's got a new nickname done. what DJ <laughs> yeah <laughs> well he's he's uh he's certainly coaching us I uh I had a chance when I was in college to work at the radio station and actually actually spun records uh, I know most some some of our students don't know what records are <laughs> but uh, turntable and everything and I spun the records and I had, a, had a, some experience talking on the radio, which I enjoyed. And so uh, he's, been, he's been reminding me of the uh, secrets of the trade. And uh, we've been uh, enjoying getting this off and running. But, uh, so did you have some good compliments? I know I did. I did. And I uh, actually had some, some uh, suggestions for the name. Uh, 
Oh, good. So we're, we'll put these out too. there yeah. and we'll see how it goes. So I've heard um, Prezcast. Okay. And Forecast. I heard Forecast. Which I thought was pretty cute and it goes along with our uh, weather yep. theme, theme. Uh, uh, across campus. Um, somebody did a play off of Waffles with Weaver and said it should be Words with Weaver, which... Um, Interesting. Interesting. Uh huh. So I heard uh, Kane's cast. Kane's that kind of goes cast. along with forecast. Uh-huh. So. That was pretty good. So what else? Any others? Oh, those were the two: forecast and Kane's cast. Okay. So we will uh, maybe we'll run a, a Twitter poll or uh, yeah something like Somebody that. Somebody give us a few more, a little bit more variety, and we could put a little poll out there. So majority wins. That would that'll be nice to have. You should uh, give an incentive for the winner who comes up with the name. They could well, be featured as a guest. They can be featured as a guest. Or get and, some uh, cool swag. I'll also uh, throw in a, a t-shirt, a GSW t-shirt. Oh, I got uh, all kind of stuff. For the, for the f- person who comes up with the uh, name. Now, there are a couple things going on. I uh, always want to mention the athletic department uh, has announced a new uh, fundraising program, which I think this is going to be so much fun. Uh, the Hailstorm. If you haven't heard about this, they're going to drop... Uh, 2,000 golf balls out of a helicopter um, just just to see that yeah just a would vision. be worth what you know yeah. so but you can you can buy a golf ball for a hundred dollars and if your golf ball is the closest to the pin you win twenty five thousand dollars and then they have a variety of other prizes second place third place I think they even furthest away furthest from away, the away uh, gets that would one. be me yeah <laughs> no so, it wouldn't because I don't win anything uh, so I don't you know I how far away do you have to stand from the golf balls when they land <laughs> to not get hit by a golf ball? I mean, I would think that'd have to be a long way, or you better be inside a building. But anyway, uh, that's why you should come. I, there's also going to be a, a nice uh, reception, party, band. Um, so $100 for a golf ball, you get food, drink, uh, music, uh, a great evening at a really nice location and a chance to win $25,000. So uh, I, w- I would encourage everyone uh, to participate. I think it's a really neat event. I'm excited to see it. And I'm- What night was that? It is- uh, boy, Or night day, they May probably can't the fly 10th, in. May 10th. So you have between now and May 10th uh, to buy- To come up with $100. Come up with 100 bucks and buy your golf ball. And you can buy more than one golf ball and they have corporate sponsorships available. Uh, and that money goes to Kane's 360? That, that goes to the Kane's 360 and to support our athletic programs. All and right. uh, So I, I'm really, I, that's a that is a really neat event. Very, very creative and uh, excited to see it and uh, looking forward to it. Um, we've, been, we've been out on the road uh, last, uh, last week and this week. Uh, last Saturday, we were at the uh, Tift County, Colquitt County mm-hmm. uh, high school basketball game. Uh, Really a great crowd. Uh, it's the first time I've been to Tift County. They got a couple of good basketball teams. Their coach, uh, Coach Wade, uh, does a great job. He's an alum of yep. GSW, and uh, he's got, obviously got a good basketball team. But he was he just welcomed us in, and uh, they gave us the opportunity to talk on the on the PA PA. Uh, you know, in, at halftime of the girls' game, uh, between the, the girls' game and the boys' game. Uh, and if you've ever wanted to try to talk to a crowd of people at a basketball game when the game wasn't going on and, you know, they're talking to the, they're going to the concession <laughs> stand, you know, you don't get a whole lot of their attention. But uh, we did have a, a nice display. 
and a lot of students and parents came to see us and, and find out about it. But we were talking about the Southwestern Promise scholarships. Uh, we were, this morning, we went over to uh, Irwin County High School to talk to uh, their students. I think we got to talk to the senior and the junior class about what we're doing. There's about like 200 students, is that right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, looked like about 220, okay, I think yeah. what they said. And so it was, uh, again, I don't know how high school teachers do it, right? It was, it, it was 930. It was 930 in the morning yeah. on a Friday. Uh, the last thing they wanted to hear from was, you know, some, better than being in some class. guy from Georgia Southwestern. <laughs> and, they, and they had just, I mean, really, they had just handed them their report cards. Oh, so, not a good time. Um, so anyway, uh, but w when they heard about $1,000 or $2,000 sure. in scholarship, their ears perked up a little bit. And I got a little of a, uh, feedback and they started to ask uh, a few questions. So uh, it was good. But we are uh, continuing to take that on the road. Where else, do you know where else we're going? Yeah, um, let's see. Today was Erwin County. Um, we're going to Marion County High School on the 22nd uh, and Taylor County on the 24th so next week we have two more visits um, just trying to hit all those you know those high schools that we know we get some good students from and where we're gonna have the most um, bang for our buck you could say um, and we're also promoting preview day so we do we need to do that here too uh, preview day is coming up on the 26th which is next Saturday yeah. right? have you heard the numbers I have not heard the numbers what do we got they're very so promising um, I have heard from admissions that we are actually up from this time last year so we're still a week a week and a half out week um, and they are up almost 60 from this time last year right now we have about 282 students um, registered to come now that's not saying that they're all gonna come but uh, usually a student will bring one or two you know guests with them their parents or a friend so we're looking at um, probably about 500 guests and visitors on campus next Saturday Wow you know I, I think I heard last year we had about a hundred and 30 mm -hmm. uh, seniors or students that came 136 yeah. something like that um, and obviously we had a we had a, a little decrease in our freshman class uh, but down about four percent so we want to uh, obviously see that number go up and it sounds like you know if almost 300 are uh, telling us they're going to come we certainly would expect more than 130 so that's another good sign that what we're doing uh, some of the some of the work we're doing, some of the scholarships we're offering, some of the advertising that we're doing, uh, is really starting to pay off, and students are thinking about us as a real option. So, uh, I'm excited about those numbers. That's, thanks for sharing that. And I just again want to encourage everyone, if you can, help and participate. Um, Saturday is a really important day for the university. It's a great opportunity to make sure that a potential student and their family believe that this is the place that they should be, a place that will take their success seriously, that will provide a safe, uh, comfortable, and important uh, learning environment for their, their student or for them. So uh, we want to make sure that everybody uh, continues to help with that because that is uh, coming up and it's really important and it's something that we've been uh, promoting uh, as, we, as we've gone around to these high schools and uh, again, the uh, Southwestern Promise is a commitment we're making to our region. Uh, we just believe that our, our institution is a regional institution. And we support, need to support the students and the families from our region. And so uh, we're hopeful that more and more of, of the families will hear about it. 
Uh, talking about our recruiters, I do want to mention this came out in The Breeze today. Uh, the Breeze, if, if you guys aren't following The Breeze, you should. It's a great uh, oh, no, they email get it. publication that uh, <laughs> talks about some of the things going on at the university. But uh, I do want to uh, bring everybody's attention to the fact that Sid Walker has joined our uh, Office of Recruitment and Admissions. Sid was a student here, graduated. Uh, just uh, in December and uh, is with us now in a professional role uh, recruiting for us and Sid's got a great great personality a lot of energy yeah. uh, very enthusiastic about the university so I am uh, thrilled to have him with us and and again that breeze is a, a great publication uh, so that you can uh, keep up to date on what's going on um, and I heard something the other day I thought was really interesting. I don't know if you'll think it's interesting, but um, our uh, police department yeah. is now certified to shoot beanbags. And I don't know, that sounds okay, funny, Okay, please right? explain okay. this. Um, no, I have not heard this. <laughs> well, a couple, a couple, about a year or so ago, there was a student incident at, an, at a university where uh, the police... Uh, were, were having to deal with a student that had a knife and was being very aggressive and the police shot the student and killed the student uh, and there was a lot of discussion yeah. around uh, the country about what can police do in that situation that uh, allows them to secure the individual uh, and protect the people yeah. mm -hmm. without uh, fatal uh, consequences and so there was a, a lot of discussion about how police officers are trained uh, and and so what one of the things that we've talked about is what are some non-lethal ways that police can take down a uh, an individual that needs to, uh, their attention and so having guns that shoot beanbags uh, is a is one way so so it's a separate gun separate you gun. don't load the Correct. Okay. Correct. Separate gun shoots the beanbags. I've never been shot by a beanbag, uh, but I'm. A, it looks, I can imagine it, it's maybe somewhat like a paintball gun. I, Slightly I, harder, maybe. I, from what I understand, it knocks you down. Okay. Doesn't kill you. Knocks you down. Uh, and so all of our uh, police officers have now been trained to use that and uh, have that available to them in their uh, repertoire of. Um, uh, tools that tools they need to um, continue to make our campus safe for all of our students and all of our employees and all of our guests and so I want to congratulate them for that and for taking that action and, and doing the training and uh, continuing to find ways uh, to make our campus um, I'll have to uh, get safe. with Michael Michael Matt that's yeah. really neat yeah it's it's a, it's a you know it's an interesting thing you hope we never have to do it right and right. that's what we always say we hope we never have to uh, but the thing is, if it does come up, uh, I think this is a much better solution uh, than what we had in the past. And so uh, proud of those guys for uh, taking on that initiative. Um, we, got a, we have an articulation agreement coming up uh, right. with Albany uh, Technical College, mm -hmm. uh, Technical, Albany State Technical College. I think that's next it's, week. Yeah. Next, next week, week. Uh, we're signing uh, an articulation agreement uh, around the long-term care management program. And uh, I'm particularly excited about this because uh, if you remember last year, uh, we, we provided some funding for uh, ELF grants and for HIPPO grants. Uh, HIPPO grants were the High Impact Practice Opportunity Grants, and I know that there's a lot of folks out there working on those. The ELF grants were the uh, Educational Leadership uh, 
uh, funds and, uh, and the long-term care management was one of those programs that received some ELF money. Uh, Lisa Eason is leading that program and we're really seeing a lot of momentum around the program and the enrollment in that program and so we've signed articulations agreements with uh, Georgia Military College mm -hmm. and with South Georgia Technical College and now we're going to Albany uh, uh, Technical, Technical College, College. Yeah. and so that's a good one. Uh, we'll continue to uh, and I'm sure Lisa is, is continuing to grow our, our affiliations. And uh, everywhere that we go and talk about that program, I get people uh, saying, wow, I, 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 I'm that we need that, right? I was talking to a guy at the Eggs and Issues uh, breakfast just this past uh, week, and, and uh, he, he works for a large uh, hospital and used to be the executive director of the uh, Georgia um, uh, I would say um, I'm going to pick the wrong word, but uh, it doesn't have to be right. What uh, was well, it? What was it for? Nursing homes. Nursing homes. Uh, there you go. And so uh, anyway, uh, he was he was the executive director of the Nursing Home Association. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's so what he certainly it knows. He knew it, and he you know, he was really excited. He was like, yeah. "Oh, he said you don't understand how big the silver wave." He said, "It's a it's a silver tsunami is coming yep. at us," and. If we don't have people that can manage uh, taking care of this generation, we are really going to be in trouble. And so, um, well, that's how this program came about. You know, y'all did your research. You didn't say, "Hey, we think this will work." You know, you asked around and you said, "What's the need in our, you know, region?" And that was that was the top issue. And I, you know, used to work at the Roseland Carter Institute, so I was able to find out a lot, you know, about the about caregiving in general. You really just don't give it a thought until you find yourself in that role, which I. You know, fortunately have not, but one day we will, or we will need, you know, a caregiver. So it is very important. Lisa's doing a great job with that program. She was my uh, former leader. Um, she's, we're actually working with our um, ad agency right now to recruit some more students. So yeah, and, I, and again, the, the interest has been high among the students, but I think what I'm finding out is the interest is very high among the professionals in this field, the ones that are going to be hiring our students, uh, they, are, they are just really excited about uh, the concept, and uh, we hope that we can keep this, we want to, you know, it's interesting, we want to tell everybody about it and get all the students, but we want to keep it under wraps so that no other institution no else, yeah. uh, copies our degree program, so it's, a, it's an interesting uh, uh, thing that we have to do but anyway um, and, I, and I also want to uh, recognize and I, I didn't you know unfortunately I was out of town I did not get to attend uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. Um, convocation uh, but uh, Kena Davis has has been in charge of that program for a number of years now and I just continue to hear great things about the convocation and I know that Kena does uh, a lot of work to make that happen so I want to thank her and congratulate her for um, another good event, another solid uh, convocation, and I, I know you were there, and uh, can you tell me a little bit about what you saw, what you heard? Oh, sure. Well, you know, just like any of them, um, well, I attended last year, the, the two that I've attended, but they were, they're very humbling. Um, Mark Arnett was our keynote speaker. He's one of our alumni, and he just was just spoke from the heart you know and was so genuine he's such a he I mean his title is motivational speaker but he truly is motivational you know it's he wasn't reading from a script it was just was from the heart and um, very capturing uh, as a speaker and we had a lot of local high schools and even from Marion County I think came um, a lot of high schools came and just were I think enthralled by him 
but he was he was our keynote and we had WALB came uh, WRBL was here and they were able to speak with him afterwards and there was a there was a some coverage on that um, after the event so it was it really was a great event and hosting an event and putting planning one is you're right um Kena did a great job there's so many logistics that goes into it and I know I know she had a team of workers um, that she was able to thank but everyone who put on that event thank you for allowing us to host that here every year yeah that was I just and I heard the uh, gospel choir oh was yes outstanding. yes I hadn't heard them before um they were getting together with, you know, they had some drums and some guitars going on, and I don't know much about music. I think it was electric, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But um, Well, they were certainly a, a, a hit because they have, uh, they have really been very popular. I've heard a lot of good things yeah. about Yeah, and if anyone happened to miss that event and you want to check it out, it's on our GSW YouTube channel. So, well, now I yeah, can watch. There I you go. That. So, all right, I'll be watching. I got a chance to, to catch up. Uh, next week we have the Griffin Bell convocation on uh, Tuesday the 29th mm-hmm. is that next week yep uh no, no, no the week no, after the week sorry. after sorry okay so it's coming up it's after preview day preview day is saturday uh, next saturday the next one and then yeah so it'll be after that the next tuesday so that uh, do you know about um, this speaker that's coming for the griffin bell you know i i i know of uh-huh. uh cedric and i know a little bit about his story um I, you know, it would probably be a good idea maybe next week, next week uh, we'll talk with a little Chris uh, to have to maybe have somebody else uh, come in and, and uh, talk to us a little bit about the book yes. uh, and what we're going to be hearing from Cedric and a little bit about his uh, his story. So that, that might be uh, something we can add uh, next week Perfect. to make sure everybody uh, knows what that is. Uh, but the Griffin Bell Convocation will be on the 29th. We're excited uh, to have that come to campus as well. So... Um, those are those are the, the notes that I have. The things that have been going on here. Uh, last uh, early on Monday, uh, we did take another look at the um, drawings for the baseball softball uh, hitting complex and uh, finalized uh, our basic concept for that facility. And we will be taking that to the board of regents or to the system office uh, on the 31st as well. So we've got the 31st and uh, we've got the ace building and the baseball softball that we should be getting approval for and uh, that'll uh, hopefully move those two projects on and move them on quickly and again we're still we're still planning the uh, groundbreaking for the baseball softball complex for the homecoming saturday and uh, i heard that we have a interesting homecoming uh, theme, theme that we'll be yes. able to announce hopefully next week and I'm very excited about that although it makes me feel incredibly old so uh, <laughs> I'm anyway. very excited about it I know but anyway we you know I used to have homecomings that were like poodle skirts you know the 50s <laughs> and now they're having homecomings about when I was in college right yeah. and those are the old days I'm like oh my goodness gracious so anyway I'll be able to pull out all my old clothes and I'll be uh, you'll be good to I'll go. be right in line with uh, the celebration so uh, anyway we uh, we want to again thank everybody for uh, spending some time with us we hope that again that this was helpful that uh, there's information in here that um, that allows you to know more about the institution uh, my email is always available, uh, or you can stop me on the sidewalk, tell me what you'd like more information on. We'll add that uh, to our list. Uh, and I want to thank Chelsea again for spending the afternoon here, uh, helping me get this ready and, and uh, talking to everybody. And we want to thank Bob for all of his help. And uh, one more time, we're going to have Chris Avery 
here with us next week. Have a chance to visit with a student and uh, hopefully keep everybody uh, moving forward and, and uh, we'll be ready for preview day uh, next Saturday. So again, thanks everybody for listening and uh, tell us what you think of the names and uh, we'll check, uh, we'll send something out uh, so that they can vote and we'll, maybe next week we'll be able to announce the winner and uh, hand out a t-shirt and have a name for our podcast. So uh, enjoy the weekend and uh, stay bundled up. It's going to be cold all across the country. Oh wait, um, do you need to address a possibility of a snow day? No, not yet. Not gonna there is not going to be a snow it's day. It's not going to snow in South Georgia. There's no way but we won't be here Monday. Remember, Monday is a, is a Martin Luther King holiday, so campus will be closed. There'll be no classes. Office will be clo- offices will be closed. So we'll see everybody back here Tuesday. Uh, excited for a, another great week at GSW. So we'll talk to you next week.